of trick talks my name is barbara lally and today we are here with aiden how are you today i'm great how are you actually i'm stuffed so i'm sleepy but i'm being honest (laughs) hey that's kind of the best way to feel what did you have for dinner um i had steak at outback Uh, we took my stepdad out for father's day Mm, i mean early but because i won't be here this weekend so Mm -hmm. well that's nice yeah i had um japanese food so i'm feeling the same thing kind of Looking for a nap. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. So you were on Trick Talks before about six months ago. Been that long? I know. January, yeah. Yes. So tell us, where are you with your trick right now? Tell us how things are going. I was doing really well for a long time. I think um, in our last talk, I was saying I was figuring out ways to deal with it better um, where it's not so time-consuming, you know, because when you get in the zone, you know what I mean by the zone. It's like, oh, two hours could pass, and you're like, oh my gosh. Um, and I haven't, I hadn't done that in months. Um, and then actually about a week and a half ago or so, something pretty traumatic happened that triggered me to do this again. Um, my dog attacked my cat, and we had to rush her to the emergency vet, and she ended up getting her leg amputated. Um, she's going to be fine. She's already walking around on her little three legs, little tripod. She's so funny. Um, but she's fine. Um, the dog was given to my mom's house. He's doing way better with her. So everything's okay, but it was still really awful. And even if I'm not upset about that, my trick is still in like that relapse mode. Um, where, and I was feeling really disappointed because my hair looked so good. And I was like, oh, I'm growing my hair out again. This is awesome. But now it's getting kind of bad and I'm trying to find those, uh, those better coping mechanisms again. And I think it's, I think I'm making a little bit of progress with it. I started liking plants. So if I ever get in the mood and I'm like, I need to do something, I'll just go like fiddle with my plants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What kind of uh, what kind of plants are you into? I have I have like four air plants now, so there's not much to do. With <laughs> I'll like reconfigure the rocks that they're sitting on. That's good. That's cute. That's yeah. Real thing. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. One day I'll I'll get into succulents, but I'm so proud to say this. I've killed every succulent that I've owned. Mm-hmm. Um which is really difficult apparently, but I've done it. So maybe <laughs> I'll get better at doing that next. Yeah, succulents I heard are, are very like testy. Like they're supposed to be super easy to like keep alive, but somehow it's like, oh, if you do this wrong, it's like, we're, we're through, like we're just dying now. You can't save us. They really are like, oops, gotta leave. They, you piss them off, they're done. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I was definitely, a. I was very much into, I had a balcony with all these plants and like my dragonflies and everything. Um, and then I did something to make them mad at me and they just started going, <laughs> oh, no. what happened? That's I don't know. so sad. 
I don't know what happened, but yeah. We're with fake plants now. Team fake plants. So. <laughs> that might be what I need to do. <laughs> but hey, no, part of self-care is, I've seen a lot of like graphics about self-care and something that they talk about is having plants. When did you kind of first decide like, hey, this is something that makes me happy? Um, I didn't. Chloe did. <laughs> <laughs> For those that don't know, Chloe's my girlfriend who also has an episode. Or Does she have two? She has. She will have her second. But okay. she hasn't so far. Okay. Well, um, she was visiting. Or actually, no. I'll start this story way before. When we first met, she's like, succulents are so cute. And I was like, they are so ugly. But I didn't tell her that. <laughs> I hated them. But then, like... Also, the same week that the incident with my cat happened, we decided we were going to go to the plant nursery that I live by. And then I got an air plant. And now I've been getting more in the like last week because I was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah, I, I like saw them, I think, at one of, um, you know, like a stand by my house, like, well, like a little market, you know, every so often. <laughs> it literally is just a pl- like there's nothing. It's just a plant. You know, like you could put it in a shell. Like, show us what yours looks like, because I feel like I don't. This is the one I have right beside me, and I put it in a shot glass. Oh. And oh, here, it's just. And I have rocks in the bottom of this shot glass, so it sticks up, and you see it. Is, <laughs> and you don't like? Do you have to water? Like, what do you have to water? You have to soak it once a week. Like, soak it in water for like half an hour to forty-five minutes once a week well that's cool that is i like that um, so low maintenance yeah have you ever have you ever tried to um have like an orchid before Mm-mm. so those are really like testy too but they say to put like an ice cube now i don't know if like this is and this is what they say but like i don't i'm not a plant doctor so like nobody come for me but they say to put like one ice cube in and it like melts and that's perfect but every time i've done that they fall off <laughs> never go back Oh, but I think it says it in the thing. Like, I just don't know. Okay. Okay. Anyway, anyway. What are some um, What are some other things that you have done as far as, like, self-care these past six months? Maybe things that you've already done before or new things you've kind of started? Um, I've never been really good with self-care. But I did start showering a lot more. That's kind of embarrassing to admit. But before it was, I had a really bad time with it because I'm also trans. I'm also um, FTM. So it was like, oh, my body is not it today. And I wouldn't shower. But I started trying out all these different new soaps. And it's really fun to try and do soap. <laughs> so I would get so excited to go take a shower and try my new soap. And that's been a really big thing with my self-care because I feel clean and and ready and I've also um, moved home from college and I have stuff everywhere so another part of my self-care routine is just organizing and I've been home for about a month now and I'm my room is still a mess even though I organize stuff every day but even if it's only like five minutes it feels so good to have just a little bit back where it's supposed to be but I feel like you know I'm gonna get everything ready like to my liking and then I'm gonna have to move out again mm-hmm. it's gonna be awful but it's okay because I feel good in the meantime I got a new cd rack it holds like 88 
of them and mm-hmm. I filled it up and organized it by genre. Oh, and... that's satisfying. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um I can't really think of anything else cuz like I said I'm really bad at it. No, that sounds good though. Like you do the things that make sense for you and even like the new one about like trying the new soaps. I feel like that can be completely relatable for people, especially it's like for me I if my hair is like the littlest bit dirty, even any any part of me is dirty, I'm like, oh, free range, like let's pull. Your hair's already dirty, like it won't matter. Oh like, yeah. Then it now I'm like giving myself permission. So you finding, you know, the way to like have fun with the soaps is also probably helping your trip. Oh, it, it, because I've even like tried like these kind of expensive like like hair like hair products like different kinds of gel and like I found out that my hair is wavy so I'm getting kind of like the like wavy soap I that's not the right but like yeah and it's kind of expensive so then I'm it's kind of it's almost like an incentive like no I'm spending a lot of money on this stuff I can't pull (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah have you ever tried I know me I have certain like texture sensation things that I just don't like but something um, that my dad is so into, he just loves, is, like, the tea tree oil. Have you ever... I have some. I have a bottle, like, right down here. It It's so nice. And then I first found out about it because my dad had this tea tree beard oil that he'd always put in his beard. And I was like, that smells so good. So mm-hmm. I got it to put in mine. Hey, mine grows to, like, an inch now, but I just shaved so you can't see it. So I got that to put on my face. I was like, oh, this is so nice. And then I started putting it in this hair on my head. And it makes it feel so nice. It has like a tingly. Like, I think the one my dad uses, like, literally tingles your head. And I was like, yeah. that's cool. Not for me. But, like, I'm happy that that's uh, available for some people. I like it because the, exactly, the tingles that it gives are, for me, personally distracting. Because it's like. It's good. It's a good sensation, and I don't want to get rid of it. And if my hands are in my hair, I'm getting rid of it. I'm interested now, now that I said this, it's been a while since I've tried it. I do wonder if I had that thought process, like thinking, hey, this is going to distract me from, like, that other tingly sensation that I don't want. Yeah. Try that. I'm going to try that and get back to you. Okay. <laughs> Wait, this is, this is maybe a little bit off topic, but... And it's not very helpful, but the only time that I've stopped pulling this week was when I bit my nails so short that they hurt. So I couldn't put pressure because I bit my nails so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have the trifecta of the BFRBs. Mm -hmm. They they all interfere with each other. (laughs) Yes. Well, the fingertips probably what now the, the skin as well. Like you can't really grip the way or like, you know like do things the way that you want to yeah yeah i'm kind of just focused on my nails now because they're so short it's like gosh i can't do any i've been doing this the whole time we've been sitting here just like trying to mess with them but it won't budge darn (laughs) i've actually like tried like actively tried to bite my nails because i was like listen we something's got to give like i know people who bite their nails to like the wick i guess they say yeah i'm like they're not getting made fun of like me. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was a different, yeah, she would go all the way down. And so mm-hmm. like, I knew of a lot of people and I'm like, oh, to me as a young child, like 
this one's more socially acceptable. Like, it's not like getting made fun of the way that I felt like I was getting made fun of. But I, something about me, my teeth and the texture of the nails, I actually can't even have my nails be that long. Like, I don't want my nails touching things. Weird sensation thing. But um, I tried so hard, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I, um, I never got made fun of for, like, I guess maybe not the act of biting my nails, but having my hands in my mouth. Okay. I got for in school. The but that didn't really compare to the trick at all. Mm-hmm. Like um the only issue the biggest issue I've had with my fingernails is my family. They always yell at me, Stop biting your nails. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones that it really matters around. So not that like one BFRB is more like prominent than the other in me right now mm-hmm. but if if anything i'd rather bite my nails than pull my hair but i can't choose i can't mm-hmm. but i i if i could choose i'd rather do that mm-hmm. yeah do you feel like when you are in a time where things are like maybe growing back or like healing do you notice all three kind of doing that at the same time or is it like oh my yeah growing but my my nails are getting shorter and things like that they all kind of get better together and they all get really worse together mm-hmm. they uh, yeah um i did notice like last week when everything or last week in a few days when everything happened my shoulders and back looked awful because i was just always scratching and digging and trying to pick it myself and my fingernails were bleeding all the time and mm-hmm. It's really bad when when all three of them um are are bad because it feels like my whole body is just tired all the time and it just wants to shut down and because I mean it's trying to heal itself from like my nails are trying to grow my skin's trying to heal my hair's trying to grow again and I'm like sorry body that's tired I am so sorry I did this mm-hmm. but then yeah. I just like eh you can do it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yes. That is the <laughs> uh, it's a slippery slope. That, that's it's, yeah. I, I had a similar situation the other day. I, I was up later than normal. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, let's just like feel around. The eyelashes, like, let's see what's going on. Boop. Now I'm patchy. <laughs> okay. I hate it when people that don't have trick yell at me to get my hands out of my hair but my sister and I get in arguments all the time where she's like stop pulling your hair and I'm like I'm not I'm just playing with my hair I'm literally just playing with my hair and then five minutes later (laughs) 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 and we used to like actually fight about it because she was like "I I know I know what you're doing and I was like so mad but now it's just funny because i'm like yeah i'm not playing with my hair but mm-hmm. it's fine i'm not gonna stop on your account <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so true i will lit- same thing with my boyfriend i will literally he'll be like you know put your hands down or you know are you pull- are you yanking we say we say that like yankee doodle i don't know uh- <laughs> you yankee doodling right now and i'm like yes um but i do the same thing it's like there is to uh, i guess to me and i you know to you as well like there's no playing. It's a, it's a scanning. It's a searching. Like there will be things getting pulled out. Absolutely. Even if I go in with the intention of just one, you know, I'm gonna pl- 
play with my hair until I find the one. And then I'm going to get rid of it. And then I'm going to feel better. Mm-hmm. That never happens. It's always a lot. Mm-hmm. But like, you, it's always the scanning. Because I'll be like, you know, if I put my hand in my hair and I don't feel one, then I'm like, oh, I'm playing with it. But I'm searching. I'm, I'm looking. <laughs> and we will find it. <laughs> we will. I will find it. Do you ever, I just had this experience the other day. Well, actually, I've had it quite a few times, but I have recently pulled out a bunch of my eyelashes. And so it's just more like uh, recent right now that I'll, I will pull and I'll be like, like, I will do something like risky. Like I'll, I'll pull like a big, uh, like section, like I'll put my fingers on it and I'll be like, yeah, like you won't pull the whole thing out. Like, let's just see. And then like, I'll pull it. And then if nothing comes out, I'm like, woof, but then I'll do it again until I get that, like. I'm like testing it, kind of. Yeah. Oh, I I do that all the time. Where because like I don't pull my eyelashes or my eyebrows. I just pull from my scalp and um and my legs sometimes. He's you know big ah hairy man testosterone ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I usually just search for one. And on my legs, it's usually just one. But like in my scalp, if I accidentally get like six or seven it's like oh oh okay maybe i can do that and i don't know if you feel the same way but if i can't get it it's like ow okay whatever but then i go back to it and it's way more satisfying mm. get all of it out mm-hmm. yeah it's like i i don't know why i just not happy but i'm like oh i did that and yeah. I look at it and i'm like that's that's mint <laughs> yeah I always know there's something like like I'm getting too out of hand because I try my best to like keep it in check like and if I don't oh well but I try and so I know I'm getting like too out of hand if my finger like wraps around like you said like six or seven I'm like <laughs> and like I then I'm like whoa, 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 whoa girl 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 you gotta really back, really back a little bit because you're getting out no of because that's my realization moment too because in my head you know, pulling one hair like 20 times isn't as bad as getting like six at once. Mm-hmm. Like, even though I technically pulled more, I don't have the realization that I need to find something else to do until I'm yanking big chunks out. Mm-hmm. It's almost like shocking. Like uh, part of part of like you said, it's like, ooh, like a big win. But then another part to me, at least, is like, oh, ooh, like, oh, that's a lot. Like, oh like a little bit like I did all that then I kind of it's like my trick brain is like yay and then my other part is like ooh, be careful like you know you're doing yeah. a lot once so it's kind of like you're like kind of startled out of it sometimes I actually did that this morning um I was reading a book best book I've read in a long time I forgot who the author is um but it's called the love hypothesis okay I think I heard it yes yes I've heard so that. Good. it was so good and it was getting so heated and I just found my hands in my hair and then like nothing pulls me away from my books except I got a huge clump of hair and it actually hurt me. It mm-hmm. never hurts. I don't know if you feel that like I've kind of desensitized to it now. It doesn't hurt anymore, but mm-hmm. it, it hurt and I paused and I was like, oh my God, what? Is- <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing distracts me from books and pulling doesn't hurt so that was a really big shock that it it hurt and then I kind of just like dropped it in my book and I was looking at it and I threw my arms up I was like what is this mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. do you like 
put you put the hair like will you put your hair in like on things not no not usually that was like today it was just kind of like defeat i was like wow really um but i don't purposefully put Mm -hmm. it on and i get so angry when i find it on things i don't know if you do but like if i want i'm also a writer so if i want to write something um i open my laptop and there's a bunch of hair i'm like really oh yeah (laughs) or in my bed on my pillow if i want to go like lay down and i just lay in a bunch of hair i'm like this is gross (laughs) i believe i did that (laughs) yeah it's like triggering you're triggering yourself with your own hair i i definitely feel that Mm -hmm. and the worst is when I was in college and I'd open my laptop around my friends and they're like, oh, you got hair stuck to your screen. And I'm like, oh, guys, stop. This is funny. But it's funny. Like this whole time, every time I talk to you, we're laughing. Like mm-hmm. it's, you have to laugh because it's kind of awful and scary, but like a little bit off topic. I like the community that we have that we can just talk about it without it being scary. Even my friends that don't have it make jokes it's mm-hmm. I go, don't laugh but i love that they're laughing because then they're not uncomfortable with it i think tell me if i'm wrong but i think that the friends that that can laugh and joke with you about it they kind of get it in a sense like they might not have trick but they might have something that they can almost relate to you do you feel the same you feel like that's the case yes because honestly actually yeah you, you bring up a very good point they all have some sort of impulsivity that they cannot control. Like, even if they don't directly understand any of the BFRBs, they have, there's something going on in their heads. And even if they're not impulsive, they're just judgment free. Mm -hmm. But most of them are impulsive. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you gotta love it. You, uh, tell me about about telling them was it something that you kind of I think I talked to you about this before but being able to to joke with them about this oh you have you know hair on your laptop like how did you get to that point of being so comfortable where jokes can be made and you can laugh together about it it was very slow because I was very ashamed for a really long time the first time I told anybody about it in high school was um like my counselors of course I went to them in private and you're not allowed to wear hats in school. But I was like, hey guys, so I have this disorder and it's getting very hard to hide. Am I allowed to wear a hat? Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope, I don't want anyone seeing this. Um, and they were like, yeah. And then like a week later, someone who I thought was my friend at the time ripped my hat off my head. And then everybody in the hallway was staring at me. Um, yeah, he thought he was being funny. He's like, you're not allowed to wear hats in school. And he took it off. Um, so then I had to tell the entire hallway <laughs> that, like, I wasn't, like, I didn't have cancer. Because mm-hmm. they were all, like, and I was like, no, no, I'm fine. Don't even, like, I get upset when they compare that because I'm like, please, please don't. Um, Yeah. I don't know if anybody else feels that way. I just don't like the comparison. Um, But anyway, in college, it was way easier because I could just walk. I honestly just walked to class sometimes with bald spots showing and no one asked or said anything. But then my friends that I made, they never pointed it out. I told them about it one day, like 
And so like, hey guys, so I just wanted to let you know why sometimes my hair looks like this. And they all were like, all right. And then I just kind of casually bring it up in conversation. Um, and I have this one friend who hadn't met anybody queer in person before or really anybody that was openly mentally ill. And there was like, a struggle with this person at first to get them to understand but now they do and we're so close uh, it's it's so nice to see how much that they've grown but they're the ones that joke about it all the time oh and i'm so glad that this person is comfortable enough because before it was like the stigma of mm-hmm. like wow this person's kind of crazy <laughs> Now it's like, yeah, you're crazy, but I love you. Um, but we got there just by me casually bringing it up. Um, I didn't want them to feel like it was a big deal. But I also do that with a lot of people. I'll just kind of throw it out there. Like, it's actually not a big deal. It's not something you need to be afraid of. It's a normal normal thing. A lot more people struggle than you realize. And it shouldn't be hidden. I'm so mad that I was ashamed of it for so long. So now that you, you know, have this community of people that you can talk to and joke with, do you find that they try to be sort of like accountability partners? Do they kind of check in about it or is it something that you just bring up when you feel comfortable? They don't they don't bring it up um, unless they see it in person. Um, so they don't like publicly tell me to stop. But if I did have like a day where I was like pulling in the library, they might reach out later and be like, hey, are you good? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't ever ask them not to like talk about it or point it out in public, but I guess they just figured out of respect. They wouldn't point it out while there was a bunch of people around. And I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, what I mean, I think what's so beautiful about, you know, going to college and things like that is because one, you know, you going to class with, you know, patches missing, that's just amazing. I, I can't imagine the, you know, confidence you felt just being like, look, this is me, I'm walking to school. Like, this is what I, this is what I look like now, take it or leave it. And then having people who now respect you enough to check in in a way that's not humiliating. Because I think a lot of us have had experiences in school where they're like, where is your, like, don't start like that in front of right. everybody. I think I've had one person be like bro what happened to your hair but he was genuinely like confused and then I just told him and he went oh I'm sorry and he walked away I don't even know this kid it just happened in the lounge but he was like the only person in like college that did it and I just thought it was funny (laughs) that's I just can imagine him being like what is that and then you're like oh I had this thing and he's like oh I'm sorry okay you know, he, that's a humbling experience for him. Like, mind your business, sir. You know, yeah. like, you can and, and he's a he's a philosophy major is all I know about him. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, OK, maybe you changed your worldview. <laughs> <laughs> Please, I hope at least a little bit. <laughs> so I remember the last time we spoke, you we were we were talking about your music. Oh, you yeah. Like and um. I remember you saying like, you know, you would go to practice and you'd like schedule an hour, but you would be pulling for the hour and then practices later and later. Do you have, have you had those moments at the end of the school year still? Yes. I don't think that part ever got better. Okay. Mm -hmm. So bad with my time management because I'd be like, oh, I'm going to practice 
for an hour or two hours. But then after those two hours, she was like, wait, I actually don't have anything to do now. But that was cutting into my downtime, mm. which I desperately needed. Uh, mm. So I had no time to actually rest because I don't consider sitting in my bed pulling for two hours as resting. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no time to rest. And that's something I'm going to really have to work on next semester because I got a second job and I'm in another ensemble. So I'm not going to have time mm-hmm. to not practice for two hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to try to, I, I know it's not easy. I'm going to have to try to hold myself more accountable for the pulling and practice when I need to. And, you know, if I end up having to have a long pull session, try to make sure it's when I have like my hour before bed, mm-hmm. not cutting into my schooling. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, do you know what juries are for like music? If I guess, you might laugh at me. You can so, guess. Okay, let me guess. All right, so here's my guess. Here's what I think, and it's gonna be embarrassing um you play something for other people and they tell you if you're good or not yes oh sweet (laughs) (laughs) i redeemed myself from last time that was kind of funny but it's okay (laughs) (laughs) um every semester you have a jury at the end of the semester where your teacher watches and then the rest of the music faculty sits and they grade you um and it was like a week and a half before juries and my teacher like in our lesson, like he's always been so encouraging in a way that didn't make me feel like I wasn't good enough. Because even when I knew I wasn't good enough, he'd tell me straight what the problem was and how I needed to fix it. And I've always been like, okay, I'll do it. Yay, I got this. Mm -hmm. But then like a week and a half before juries, like time was really ticking and I didn't have my piece under my fingers. And he got mean. He'd never been mean. He was like, you're not practicing like you're supposed to and I was like "Ah, I know (laughs) I know I'm sorry (laughs) and then I and then our lesson turned into like me crying for an hour telling him why Mm -hmm. and then he was like I'm sorry I was mean I was like no it's okay I need this encouragement sometimes you have to be stern with me to make me see um so not saying that like yelling at me to stop pulling my hair worked but it worked for like that week because I, I didn't have time. I was like, I have to do good on my jury. And I mean, I guess it worked because all of the other music faculty gave me an A. My teacher gave me a B plus. Okay, teacher. Mm-hmm. No, I, I messed up. I messed up pretty bad. I did. Um, but like I play viola mainly and nobody knows viola repertoire. So they didn't know that I messed up. My teacher knew I messed up. But the thing is, I saved myself so gracefully like that they couldn't tell. Mm-hmm. So That's- I fixed it so that it was a nice performance. But my teacher was like, we worked on that. Can't believe you did that. He didn't really. But like, the he didn't say that. But he was telling me, oh, you did good. This is what we have to do this summer. But his face. He was, like, on the inside, he was screaming at me, like, we worked on this, I can't believe you did that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, hey, still did amazing, and it's talent to, like, make other people not know that you messed up. You know what I mean? That's a nice skill, too. That's literally the biggest lesson I've learned. I mean, I've only been in music school for one year, but if you can 
catch it and fix it and nobody else notices that you messed up. It was a good performance. I did that at my dad's wedding. Wow. Like, um, I was supposed to have a quartet and then COVID. Uh, so I ended up playing by myself and I messed up so bad, but I just kept going and they were like, (gasps) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Yeah. How are they supposed to know? know? Hey, especially since I didn't have other people like where it would have sounded really bad if I messed up with a group of people and then we're all lost. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. So for anyone listening, the beginning of this episode has a tune to it. We now have a tune for Trick Talks and Aiden made it. So can you tell <laughs> us, tell us everything? First of all, I'm obsessed with that I played it for like all my friends and family. I'm like, look at this, listen to this. Oh my God. Yeah. Really? Yes. I oh. I love it. And like I, you know, when you um you like your friends and family they love you, so like they might not give you like um the truth sometimes that like you're like, oh, this is what I did. They're like, I love it. So I just like was like, listen to this. Like I was just like, listen to this. Cause I wanted some like honest, hey, because I'm obsessed with it. Does this sound right? Everyone I sent it to, oh my god, that's amazing. What is that? That's beautiful. What is that? And I'm like, listen. So yeah, it's oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with it, and so is everyone else. And I know it's true because I did it blindly. Um, tell us all about the creative process. I want to know the details. Okay, I just got this thought that I will get out first, and then I'll tell you about how I did it. Um, the reason, like, okay, I know I like it because it was my composition and I sent it to you, but the reason I don't like it is because it's not. It's not perfect in my head. It's not perfect. Um, I left it kind of messy because it fits. Um, so what I had in mind when I was writing it was to have something that's uplifting and nice and just happy, you know, not too, ah, you know, it's not, it's not too hard on the emotions. It's just kind of frilly and exciting. But I also didn't want it to be like the perfect classical happy repertoire because... Oh, go away. Uh, I didn't want it to be the perfect. <laughs> Sorry, that was my sister. It's okay. I'll in a minute. Um, what was I saying? Oh, because Trick is not like that. Like, we talk and we laugh and we share stories about it, but it's also messy. So there's, in the piece, there's a drone of, like, a G under it the whole time. Um, but then there's two different melodies. There's the violin melody and then there's the piano melody. And a lot of the times they intertwine and they complement each other. But there's a few spaces where they don't. And it's kind of dissonant. Um, and I mean, it's only like 30 seconds. So trying to incorporate all of that in 30 seconds was difficult. Um, but I, I think I did a good job. But okay, now I'll tell you how I did it from the beginning. Yay. So when I compose stuff... I've actually never done it before. <laughs> I've never done it before. I mean, I kind of have. Um, I've arranged songs. Like, right now I'm working on a project where I have, like, five violin tracks that I'm recording for a Panic at the Disco song that I want to put out. Um, so, like, I've arranged stuff like that, and I freestyle a lot. Um, so, like, my friends will, like, play some chords. Well, play some chords on the piano and just kind of play along to it so I guess that could be considered some composition but I've never wrote it down um so when 
you asked me to do this, I first of all was like, what's a happy key that I could that I could write it in? And my first thought is to always write in E major, which sucks. I, I don't want to like <laughs> mansplain music because I don't know how much anybody knows. But E major is not a friendly key. It's like four or five sharps or something like that. I think it's four. Um, but all of the like nostalgic summer songs are in E major. Hmm, I, so, I just love the sound of it. But it's really hard to play. <laughs> um, like on like classically it is. Like rock music sounds great. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. So I was just playing like the E scale. And then I messed up and I, I played like a wrong note. And I was like, wait, I like how that sounds. So in music theory, um, there's a lot of rules when you're first learning. Like, um, so I was like, wait, I can't do that. That's not following the music theory rules. Um, so then I sat on it for like a day or two. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> so the like major chord progression is like C C E D. It's like it goes one three two, which is not a progression that like I've learned about in school. Like they're like you can't do that. You can't use subdominance. Um, but I did it anyway because it sounded fun. But then I realized that I was just playing Clocks by Coldplay, <laughs> <laughs> so I had to change it. <laughs> <laughs> like that first recording that I sent you because I sent Barbara like updates as I was writing it at first I was like wait this is not my song I just I just ripped this off on accident I can't do that <laughs> <laughs> so I kept kind of the same chord progression because I really liked it but I vastly changed um like what the melody was going to be so it there's not like there's no recognition of that song anywhere because I mean there's only a certain number of chords that you can use like you're bound to use the same progression as somebody sometime but you have to make it your own um, so then then came the part where I was like okay I know what notes I want to use let's write it down because I was playing it in my head and on my keyboard I was just playing and and then I was trying to write it on music software. And it was not working because every time I like did the note durations, it was the wrong one. It didn't fit what I was singing in my head. So I could not figure it out. Um, and then I tried to write out the violin melody and it wasn't working. Um, so then I just gave up. I was like, ah, screw this. I'm done for tonight. The next day I went to it and I was playing it and I actually had a really awful pulling session over my keyboard. Not because of you. <laughs> Just, just making sure you weren't stressing me out. This project wasn't stressing me out. It just was one of those days, you know, um, especially since the piano part. I'm not very skilled at piano yet, so I usually only do one hand at a time. Like, if I need to do a soprano and a bass, I record one hand at a time and put it together because I'm still learning. Like, I just started playing piano, like, seven months ago. Okay. Um, so I was playing the chords, but I was pulling while I was playing the chords. Because I didn't need this hand. And it, I, and then I, I got mad. So I sat on my hand. But then I realized that it sounded funny. Because I got hair all in the speakers. Because it's an electric piano. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have fancy piano. Because they are expensive. So then I cleaned off my piano. And uh, I was like. This will be something great to talk about. 
how ironic that I was pulling my hair out all over my electric piano while I was writing the intro music for Trek Talks. Um, anyway, um, I ended up not writing it like in the traditional sense of like sheet music. So I don't think I could replicate what I sent you. Um, I mean, I could do something similar if I listened to it. Or I could try to like do rhythm dictation and write it out. But I just felt like it was better to be spontaneous. So I recorded the piano part, which I knew I wanted. And I recorded the drone under it, which I ended up putting it in G major instead of E major. Um, because it would just sounded nicer. And then I was like, I have a violin melody in my head. But it's not... It's not vibing with the piano piece. And I didn't want to change the piano part. I really liked the piano part. Um, so I just started freestyling. I played the piano part in my headphones. And I just started playing. And I I think I did it like 10 or 11 times. Before I settled on which one sounded good. And then and then even after that. I, I kept trying to do that same. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the exact same each time. But it was you know, about the same, because um, I didn't write it down, and each time that I, I like, I, I narrowed it down, I had 10, and then I narrowed it down to one, but then that one, I just kept redoing anyway, to get it perfect, because I wanted it perfect for you, um, so the end result was really me freestyling, and I just love doing that kind of stuff, I like writing it down, like, if I was writing like a concerto or something. I'd have to write that down. There's too many moving parts. But when it was just three and it was really fun and spontaneous, I just felt like that fit what you have going on here way more than something like perfectly, like classically accurate with music theory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I am obsessed with it. I probably told you that like <laughs> yeah. 5,000 times. I'm like, I love you, I love you. I love it. Um, no, and I, I love the way that it came to be. I love the accidental, like, hey, wait a minute. Theory says don't do this, but I like it. Like, I just love that, you know, you were able to, I had no expectations of what I thought it would be. I was like, let I need to give you, you're the one who knows everything. I don't even know what a viola is. <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. <laughs> um, but like, you know, I love that you thought of something that reminded you of this and now we have it. And it's just so special to me. I could start crying. It's so special. It's really like thank. I really thank you so much for making it. I I literally love it. So oh, thank you for liking it. I was crying when I sent you the video because I was like, what if she doesn't like? Like I knew we talked about it, and I told you over and over again, like, hey, if you don't like it, I'll do it as many times as I as you need, like to find something. That's why I was updating you as I went, so mm -hmm. I did do all of this work and then come out with an end product that you didn't like. Like I wanted you to see every step of the way so that you can be like, actually, I don't like that. And then I could, you know, revise that step before I, I went on. But even though we communicated through the whole process, I was still like, she's gonna hate, she's gonna hate it. <laughs> no, no, like literally the thought that you like, you put like your heart and soul and effort and like you thought about me, like just the thought behind everything is so like meaningful and special to me. Like I said, I, I didn't know, I don't know anything about music. I'm like, what do you think? And you're like, here. And I'm like, wow, I'm obsessed. Like uh, if I could get this tattooed on my body, like, you know what I mean? Like it's really, so, it's so beautiful. I'm so happy. 
I feel so lucky to have met you through the trick community. I, I'm, I feel like we're friends, you know, we're like friends. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> we're buddies. Um, so yeah, like I feel very lucky to have this relationship with you and then to now have this beautiful piece of music that I can, you know, put on every episode of trick talks and just like constantly talk about you and shout you out. Like that's, just makes my whole life, so I really do appreciate it. I'm indebted to you. <laughs> I I so I feel so special and lucky that I had this opportunity because, I mean, you really just came into my life at the right time, and you asked me at just the right time because I was having such bad case of imposter syndrome. I was like, I'm not a real musician. My opinion doesn't matter. And they're like, Hey, why don't you do this? And I was like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And it's amazing. It's literally amazing. Like I'm not I'm not even saying because I just like have a relationship with you and you're my friend. Like you are actually extremely talented. Like if if you ever get into that imposter syndrome, like mm-mm-mm. like no, we are talented beyond belief. Like you literally Thank made you. made music out of thin air and made a whole thing. Like, no, we're gonna let's we need to write that down, stick it on the mirror. It's so much fun. Um, uh, there's a lot of projects that I want to do. Oh, I can't remember his Instagram handle, but he's a rapper and he always puts out these like melodies, but he's like, Hey, duet this, come up with something. So I have a bunch of them saved that I'm just going to do freestyle duets with that. I'm going to post to my Instagram reels eventually. I love that. Let me know when you do that. I will like blow up your comments. Yeah. (laughs) Star. Yeah. But Aiden, as we like wrap up, you know, I always have such a great time chatting with you whenever you want to come on. If I ask you, you know, come on whenever. You know, (laughs) you're a great person to have on the show, a great person in general. Um, Is there anything you want to say before we kind of wrap up this one? Um, Yes. Oh, my gosh. I remembered something. I found it really funny how, okay, this is like. 30 minutes ago, we were talking about how it's never just playing with your hair. I I came up with an exception. My beard. I run my hands through it and touch it all the time. And it's always just playing. Because, like, I've waited so long to be able to grow facial hair. So I just get so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's there. And I look so silly. Because... I mean, if I'm wearing a mask in public, like, it's on. But I'm sitting here, like, going like this under it. <laughs> like, just touching my face. And I know that's not, like, completely safe. But even the feeling of, like, my mask brushing it. Or it's just, it's such a nice feeling. And um, I hate shaving. But I do it. I don't know why I do it. But I, <laughs> it kind of looks, it looks silly because it's kind of patchy. But it gets like I look I look like I have a red halo around my face. Because it doesn't like grow in here or my mustache yet. So it's just like a little red halo and it's so cute. But then I'm like, this looks stupid. So I cut it off. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to bring up that that's the only time I ever like just play with my hair because I'm so excited. That, that I have um, hair on my face. But I am a little scared that once I get more used to it and it gets longer, then it might become an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess I'll just treat it like any other thing. Like, we'll get a hold of it eventually. And even if we don't, it'll grow back. It's just hair. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I love that. I'm happy for you. That's exciting. Thank you. And even the act of like shaving, was that exciting when you first like had enough and you're like, I'm going to shave my face. Like we're going to do this. Yes. Except I did it on a whim and I cut my face and I had a concert in like half an hour. (laughs) I showed up to my Baroque orchestra performance with a big cut across my top lip. Because like what they were doing was the performers were up on stage, like, um, without masks but the whole audiences mm-hmm. my school went to mask optional except this was this was a like a special performance like not that many like liberal arts colleges have baroque orchestras so they had like a bunch of people who wanted to see us like almost like scouters for like if we wanted to do a master's degree or something mm-hmm. i was like this is so important ah and I cut my face. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Yep. That was fun. Well, it's a, maybe they remember that. They'll say, you know, oh, I really liked him. I mean, you know, maybe it's something to make a stand. <laughs> you know, we'll turn it into positive. Turn it into positive. <laughs> I'm so intriguing. That's what they're thinking. Like, oh, he's a he's a great Baroque violist. But also, what's up with him? You know, he's We must know more. <laughs> We must have- I also always stand out regardless because the stage lights reflect off my hair so much more than they do with other people because my hair is like bright red. <laughs> so everybody sees me anyway. <laughs> you are the moment. You are I, the moment. I steal the show. Yeah. I'm I don't mean to. I don't like the spotlight, but it's nice sometimes. Yeah. Well, you better get used to it with all this talent, okay? Mhm. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Aiden. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for the tunes, the music for Trick Talks. It's amazing. Thank you so much. You're the best. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm always happy to be here and tell you what's up in my trick life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So invitations always there. Come back on if you want. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Have a nice night. You too. Thank you.